today is Thursday, July 20th, 2017. On this episode, I have a guest who hasn't been here on the podcast for like seven years. Um, this I'd like to introduce you to my husband. Say hello, husband. Hello, husband. <laughs> so, I've decided to come back to podcasting. Yay. And you have not been on the podcast for like seven years. It's been a while, yeah. At least. I told the audience what um, I've been doing for seven years, but what have you been doing for seven years? Well, I marry you. That's one thing, yeah. Um, uh, what else did I have? I mean, I've st- I'm still working, mm-hmm. and you've retired. That's right, I've retired. Yeah. Um... Oh, God, I turned 50 since the last time I was on the show. Wait, are you 50 now? I crossed 50. Yeah. We're both 53. That's right. Yes, we are. We are both 53. Yes. Um, let's see. What else happened in seven years? Um, I don't know. There's so much. I don't know. We've we've been to California a couple times. We've tasted wonderful wines in Napa Valley and Sonoma. That's true. Um, I'm trying to get my tennis game back into shape. That's what I'm doing recently. Anyway, I've been plagued with some injuries and over 50 things like arthritis that's kept me off the tennis courts for the past three or four years. Um, But I'm hoping to get back, back on track with that. I've been to physical therapy and getting advice from a pro uh, on things I need to change. So maybe I'll be doing that in the fall. Um, We gave birth to a new dishwasher. In seven years, we've given birth to two dishwashers. That's true. Well, our first baby died. Yes. A tragic death. Uh, So it had to be replaced with another baby. And we got a baby Bosch. Um, this time yes. yes oh it's so beautiful it's, and it's a quiet baby too very quiet yeah and um god what else what well, else have, been, have I been we've doing? still been enjoying virginia we're still wines. enjoying virginia wines that's true we've been all over um uh, virginia uh, tasting um tasting wine um so really basically not a whole lot has changed we've gotten older We've gotten older. We've definitely gotten wiser. We've gotten wiser. I hope we have. I but we, st- we we still we still act silly sometimes. Uh, well, yes, we do act silly sometimes. Yeah. Especially you. Uh, I was going to say more yeah. like especially you. No, you get very silly. The more you, uh, the more wine you enjoy, <laughs> the sillier you become. Well, I mean, we don't drink that much wine. No. So, we are actually going to be leaving... Just three bottles a night. No, oh my really. gosh, don't say that. That is so not I true. Know, I know, We do share a couple of glasses a night. Um, I was going to say, we're getting ready to go on a, another wine trip tomorrow. We're going to be driving down to Charlottesville and visiting, I don't know, a handful of wineries over the weekend. And we're staying at um, this... Uh, in it's a like a bed and breakfast i should say but it's a restored plantation former plantation that's been restored as a bed and breakfast and it's in central virginia always and i like going there because there's no tv there's no wi-fi so there are no computers there's nothing to distract us 
So it's beautiful. The grounds are beautiful. Um, they have um, an old old school um, CD player that uh, plays classical music, and they have a very quiet air conditioner, room air conditioner. You barely hear it, but you feel. It's like a, a breeze blowing through the room. And they have the most plush bathrobes. As soon as I get in there, I put the bathrobe on because it's Even plush. though it's going to be 99 degrees tomorrow. I don't care. The bathrobes are plush and they're so comfortable. And you get to shower in a European-style shower with at least seven nozzles. Yeah, are there seven? Well, there are se- something Two, like... Two, four... I think there's six. No, honey. You're discounting the one that cleans all of our private areas. No, I counted that one. There are two There's two over there. Yes, yeah, the, the bidet and the whatever. And so... Oh, well, yeah, counting the handle, the handle one. I use all that's of them. That's seven. Yeah. I direct all of those nozzles to wherever they need to be, and I feel so fresh and clean, clean as a daisy, clean as, <laughs> clean as a spring day, with, with uh, bayberry-scented soap. And I just love going there because you're away from... All the technology in the real world. Yes. Um, now, that's today's. actually why I wanted to do a podcast tonight, because I won't, we won't be back until next week, until like Monday. I think we're coming back Monday. We are. Yeah. So um, I wanted to get a podcast done and get you back on the podcast. Um, now, what do you think of um, Big Brother this year? Because I'm watching Big Brother. Are you... Are you following along? Oh, yes. I'm wondering when Janelle is going to be kicked out of the house. And Janelle's not on this season, dear. I told you that already. What happened to her? I don't know. I think she got married and had a baby. I don't know. She hasn't been on for years. Well, the last, last, that's the last time I saw Big Brother. Yeah. Janelle was on. I think she was like a pole dancer or something. I don't know. Well, she we, was sleeping with Howie. I think that was a long time ago. Well, I don't know. We um, are recording this before the eviction tonight, so... Well, then maybe Janelle will be evicted. Well, we don't know. I don't know who's going to be evicted, evicted, but anyway. Now, I know in the probably in the past seven years, um, maybe... I don't remember if that was around then, but what about Real Housewives? You know how much I love my Real Housewives. Yes. Let's, let's do a little comparison. I watch... Um, Big Brother, Real Housewives, on HBO I watch Veep, on Netflix I watch all kinds of shows. Yeah. And let's see, what what do you watch on TV almost all the time? Well, I watch the Tennis Channel. 24-7. No, I don't. And I watch the Turner Classic Movie Channel. That's true. And I, I'm really excited about what's going on in tennis right now because it's the old men and women who are stepping up of course, Serena Williams is out um, expecting her child, but Serena William, uh, Serena Venus. Venus, thirty-seven, the oldest semifinalist um, in a while, and Billie Jean King was almost forty. Uh, Martina was thirty-seven. Ken Rosewall was thirty-six, going to be thirty-six, and here comes Venus Williams and Roger Federer. Well, you were very happy about Roger Federer. Yes, I was ecstatic. I'm a big Roger fan. I love Roger. Um, and so I was glad that he won. Um, he's such a such a wonderful... I, I think he's the best player of all time. But 
So, uh, yes, I watched that. It's, it's fun to, it's a good time to watch all this history being made. But I do like the old movies on the Turner Classic Movie Channel. And I like, I like to read. And I do that. And, um, yeah. And we like to um, sleep and snuggle. And snuggle. We still like to snuggle. And yeah, we get all our these years sleeps when we snuggle. We've been together now um, almost 13 years. Is that right? Twelve and a half years. Twelve and a half years. Um, now, I have not, on this podcast, I, I said I was going to talk about, but I haven't brought it up yet. Politics. Well, I that's haven't. the biggest change since I've been on the show. But yes, we now are um, being controlled by an orange monster called Trumpzilla. Yes. Ah! I, Run for your lives. I had not talked about him, but... Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, there's there's so much to say about him because today the actual the today is the his exact six month anniversary. Or it six seems month. like six years. He's been in office exactly six months today. Yeah. Well. Now in those six months, do you know how many times? Take a guess at how many times you think he has tweeted in six months. Eight hundred and fifty. Not too far off. Nine hundred ninety-one times. Yeah. And how? Um, how many days do you think he has spent at Trump-owned properties? Um, 30 weeks. Well, it's by days. 40 days. He has spent 40 days of the six months in, at, I should say, Trump properties, whether Mm -hmm. it be his golf courses or his hotels or wherever. Or the gaudy Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. Well... I think if, with this, there's, there's just uh, there's too much to talk about between his tweeting, his ties to Russia, his collusion, the PP his, tapes, the yeah, the the videos, PP tapes. Stop. I want to see the PP tapes. Stop. Unless, come on, here's the question we're all asking ourselves: Was his mouth open? <laughs> Honey, did he have an umbrella with him? Honey, did he catch the PP and drink it later on? Those are the things I want to know. And let's face it, Donald Trump has an issue. It makes sense that he would want cheap whores to pee, cheap Russian whores to pee in his mouth because he has serious issues with intelligent women, powerful women. That is true. Um, intelligent women? Yes. So he had, there are, there are, there are issues with women that he feels inadequate and so well he he feels inadequate period but there are too many comments who greets the first lady of france with a a, a come on or how how yeah, hot said, she is she's whatever. in good she's in good shape but it's 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 an, the irish reporter it's um um it's probably the catholic nun he met at a convent somewhere i mean he's he's he has serious mental health issues and it comes with being pampered being surrounded by enablers so he has never uh, had to deal with his issues he's never had to learn that boundaries are a good thing and now he's president of the united states and um, well i i just remember on november 8th i still have the picture in my head when we were walking up to the polling place and we took a selfie and i you know labeled it we just made history by voting for the first female president. And we did. And then 
that night I stayed up till the very end watching the results and we were so devastated. So well, devastated. She did win. She won the popular vote, yes. Yes. But not the electoral um, college. And by so. the thinnest of margins. And that's, and that's another, you know, he lost the popular vote. In fact, he's the, he, he was the least popular. Of the four times that we've had presidents not win the popular vote, but win the electoral college, it's normally by razor-thin margins. Hillary Clinton won by three, two point eight or 3% of the... Uh, vote. I was going to say three million, three point two well, million. Well, it was two point eight percentage points, which was the the margin that most pollsters gave her. So fifty four percent of the electorate didn't vote for Donald Trump, and that's what bothers him. And it, so he wants the he wants his his ego stroked. He want it's you know he wants the 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 photographs doctor to show that the. The inauguration. Inauguration. Even though we saw it on local TV, there was no one there. Well, I watched it live, and you you refused to watch it, but I watched it live. Oh, it, I, the, I did laundry. I couldn't, but I or I did hear that that horrible speech. There was like, uh, bat, like uh, something out of out of Gotham City, an appeal to Batman to save the country or something. And like he was the only one who can do it. But um, oh. I I saw it live, and there was there was nobody there at the inauguration. My, no, we saw we saw the local news. We live here. I mean, there were there was no one at that parade. Yeah, I I just have a hard time because, as you know, because we've been following this obviously since January twentieth, but every single day there is something. We'll pour this over Ding. the microphone so you can uh, hear. Yes, I am looking forward to the day when we don't hear about Donald Trump anymore, and we don't hear about the angry. The angry electorate, the angry white electorate. Um, If you've tried to engage with these angry people, and I've been reading uh, psychology papers. Yes, psychologists are already writing papers about About his mental illness. No, about the Trump voter um, and why they can't see the, the Russian collusion, why they can't admit... Um, that uh, our election was compromised, why uh, they can't see that Trump had the worst 100 days since whenever. Herbert, who, I, whenever, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I can't think of one president who's, who, hasn't, who has gone this far without legislative victories, uh, with, without something uh, to celebrate. He thinks he's successful, uh, because he assigned all these executive orders, which is the exact thing the Trump voters didn't like about Obama, the executive orders that he assigned. And I knew, I know Trump voters, all two of them. Oh, those executive orders, it's so awful. We have a dictator, not a president, and here comes Donald Trump with the fucking executive orders. So... Well, you know, his they Washington Post did a little breakdown of his um, legislative successes or whatever. There have been none. Right. There have been zero major legislations passed and signed. And the majority of his, like 15 of them out of like 43 or something that he signed, 15 were simply rollbacks of Obama, um, um, like, resol- um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, re- oh, regulations. But like, I thought those were rollbacks of... 
Obama's executive orders rolling back Obama's executive orders. I didn't think that, I didn't think those are pieces of legislation. I could be wrong. I don't know, but yeah. So you hear these things about the executive orders and the dictator, um, um, communist, fascist, um, Muslim from uh, the Soviet Union, Stalin, Stalin's grand, whatever. Um, Obama, and then you have. Trump, who basically is giving Putin a blowjob after he's swallowed pee-pee from cheap Russian whores, and you just wonder, they have voted for everything they hated. They thought that Obama represented to them. He was un-American. He wasn't one of us. Um, All because he was black. He, well, yes, that's what you learn. Oh, no, there were other people getting ahead. That's what, that's what makes the Trump voter... Uh, so, you know, angry about Obama when you try to tackle them one on one. That others were getting ahead. The others were getting ahead. Who are these others? Is which is why they want walls. Uh, the immigrants, the ho- the homosexuals, the black people. We're all we're all getting something that they haven't gotten for the past five hundred years. So. And I actually read an interesting book by Nancy Eisenberg called White Trash that I, I highly recommend, but it, it does put all this in perspective. Donald Trump has given voice to the white trash, and I, you know, I, I'm from rural Louisiana. My folks are from rural Louisiana, so I'm not using this in a, in a, in a disparaging way. But at one but time, you were white trash. Maybe. We left the country. My parents left the country. I will say my uncle... Well, most of my relatives are white trash, yes. However, um, so when you when you listen to this, it's the same complaint that white trash have had over the past many years is that other people the 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 source of pride for white for poor white people is that at least they were white. Um, and so and that's what I learned from this book and it's what I know from my own personal experience. At least at least they were white. So they could own property. They could um, buy things that people of color couldn't buy. They had they had the right to vote, where you know which other people didn't. They had things that got them ahead just because they were white, even though they were barely ahead. I mean, they, they it's were like white privilege. Poor. White privilege, but in a poor way. So when you look at the Trump voter, they're they're uneducated. They're poor white people. And he was speaking their language. Um, and that's when you hear about, oh, um, um, political correctness. Uh, he tells it like it is. Right. So you watch some of the videos that have gone viral of you know sloppy white women trashing black women or Muslim uh, people at the line at Target or Walmart. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, they're, and, they're, and they're saying Obama's not president. Um, so um, no, he's We're not. We're in charge go, now. Go back to Africa. Whatever it is, that is them asserting they're reasserting the sense of privilege they thought they've had all these years. So these people will be difficult to move away from the Trump camp, even though they've. Been, and here's why they can't, based on this papers I read, they can't divorce themselves from Trump. Admitting or uh, or saying Trump is a disappointment means we've been conned. Uh, they won't admit had, that. We've been scammed. We were wrong. Uh, the others were right. 
those other people did cast the correct vote. They can't admit that. So unfortunately, they are in the same toilet as Donald Trump. But let's face it, they're probably, what, 35, 30% of the electorate. Um, polls I've read, those who strongly support Donald Trump, even at this stage, is 27%. But did you see the, the Washington Post um, statistic today? It was just it was put out today that um, of those who voted for Donald Trump, 88% would still vote for him today. Yes, because of what I've been saying. Right. So He's given them what, license to say right, things how they many, would never have said sorry, before. Right, so how much of the electorate identifies as Republican? That's the key thing. As we're heading into 2018, um, according to the same survey by the Washington Post, um, on the generic ballot, who do you want, which party do you want to see in control of the House of Representatives or in control of Congress, Democrats enjoy a 52 to 38%. So it's a 14% advantage over Republicans. Those are things you have to watch. How many people are identifying as Republican? It's fine to say 88% of Republicans would still vote for Donald Trump, but how much of the electorate identifies as Republican? And 88% of the total people who voted for him is not enough to get reelected. Oh, at a approval rating of thirty six percent. Well, that was I was just going to bring that up too because of the last what was it? Um, or in the last seventy years, he's got the least or the lowest approval rating after the first six months of any president. Oh, by far, it's not even close. Yeah, it's not even close. Well, politics is definitely an issue that is going to be coming up in the future when we do a podcast. But I just I will say I didn't mean to get y'all riled up. No, I, I didn't get riled up. But one more, you know, one thing I want to add is. Every, every society, every civilization has had to learn lessons, whether it's through the absolutist monarchs of Western Europe and France or um, the fascists in Italy and Germany. I mean, every society is tested by this sort of situation where you have a demagogue or someone who abuses power or doesn't, is tone deaf to, what's, to changes that are going on, going on around them. And so you, know, you get revolution, you get war. And I'm hopeful that we're not at that point. I'm hopeful that we have enough of a democratic tradition and a strong constitutional history that this is our lesson. And because we have enough safeguards, let's just hope that, you know, Mueller is going to um, get his work done and, and we can go forward from there, that the committees, congressional committees will go forward um, and expose what's going on. Um, and in 2018, we have a chance to claim, reclaim Congress. The House and the Senate. And I want to say to those listening, don't be impatient about impeachment. It took two years for Nixon to face the consequences of covering up the Watergate scandal. Uh, so these things take time. Um, and so don't get impatient. Uh, don't wonder, what are, what are the Democrats doing and screaming about Democrats? I think it's safe to let the Republicans self-implode. Look at what happened with the health care bill. Health care. I'm so glad. They're, they're, they're turning on each other. Democrats don't have to do anything. Yeah. So, um, And along those same lines, if you didn't vote shame, in November, shame. you better come out and vote in 2018. Shame, yes. And I will say, in the past seven years, we have met um, other people, especially gay people, who... 
Uh, we're saying, well, we're not going to vote unless Obama does this. Or we're not going to vote were, unless someone says that. We're not going to vote unless someone does this. And it's a specific issue. Yeah, they were single issue and, voters. Yes, they were. And so you know, we have to you know we have to kind of yes, that's important. But let's for the good of the country and and for the good of of, of each other as Americans, let's let's turn these crooks out of office and move forward with with restoring our democracy. I'm yeah. I'm going to take the high road. I will remain confident. Well, um, you can take the high road, but you know what I'm doing. Every time that idiot tweets, I respond to his tweets oh, on Twitter. Oh, I, I can't tell you how many Facebook battles, and I, I try to prevail. And I feel, but don't you feel but, like this is your yes. your part of resistance? Yes, and it's very easy to to argue with these people because they don't argue from a factual basis. They argue from an emotional. Right. It just feels like that way. It just seems like that. Until you, no, but until even you when you show them, them facts, facts I've, I've seen your posts. Or even those who question, well, what do you know? And I was, you know, I always, when I'm forced, I, I will, you know, produce my Background, credentials yeah. or whatever. Um, you know, I trust me. I know, I know about um, these sorts of things, political philosophies and history, but... In the end, it really doesn't matter uh, because if, um, the Trump voter, from my experience, and, and some of these, some of these are from, some of these comments come from um, high school classmates I hadn't heard from in like forty and since years. Since nineteen eighty-two, they still live in Louisiana. They never left Louisiana. They never left the small town they lived in in Louisiana. Um, they, I mean, so I always keep that in mind, but even when, you, even when I copy and paste articles from Fox News, right. debunking, and it's, let's face it, Fox, pretty friendly to Trump, except for a couple, you know, a couple of the anchors, but even when I produce the clips from Fox News debunking their nonsense, nope, that's not correct. They won't believe it. And I will it. say, no, I'm... I am cutting and pasting from Fox News, not not the Wall Street Journal, which is conservative, not the Washington Post, but Fox. Nope, I don't believe it. Nope, I, know. I don't believe it. Fake news. Fake news. So what can you do with that? I don't know. What can you do with that? Well, listen, I didn't want me for this to go on this long, but I did want to um, reintroduce you to the podcast. Thank you for and, introducing me. And uh, definitely politics will be coming up again, and of course I'll want your opinion on those. I would like to, each time I do a podcast, I would like to have some kind of little segments like Trump's uh, foolery of the day or something. I don't know, something like that. But I'll figure that out. Yep. But anyway, um, thank you so much for being on the episode. Oh, well, I'm glad to be here. It's good to be back on the air with you. Honey. Absolutely. But that is all for today, and I'll be back next week. So until next time. Bye. bye.